Hey, what's up? It's your girl Tamara, aka Girl from Harlem. What's good? It's Jack Dance. What's good, everybody? This is Ray Daniels, aka the Culture Referee, and this is the God Show. Let's give it up. Woo! <laughs> today, today we have the most specialist guest that I could have, uh, because this is a guy who I built everything with. Like this is a guy who I met when I was an intern, and he was catching the bus to to get to the studio and. We started working together, and we kind of, like, made history. So I wanted to have this conversation with my brother because he was on the show once, and we didn't give him his moment because it was really early. So now I just want to have a great conversation with my bro, the greatest songwriter in the world, Teron Thomas. Let's get up for Teron Thomas. So, so, obviously, so obviously I'm his manager, so I love him differently because that's also my best friend in the world. But I want the world to see the person that I know because – this dude is so, so different. If it were more people was like him, I think the world would be better because he's just incredible. So, and before we get into it, shout out to Two Loss Distribution. Uh, if you need your music out there, Two Loss, they don't take any royalties. They charge $3 a month. And if you use the God Show, you get the first three months free and you save some money. So, it's a link is down below. The code word is God's. If you need distribution, mess with two loss, Yoko Vaca, and then also Tote and Carry, our bag sponsor. Let's get it. Yeah. Let's get into the show. And like, subscribe, share. We have a community called the God Squad, God the Dreamers Squad. community, and our members are called the God Squad. And I want you to be a part of our community. If you want to work in the music business, if you're in a small town and you're like, I just need some relationships, I just need some help, this is for you. Mm -hmm. So go to the link in my bio on IG and just click. And join the Dreamers community. Let's go. ASAP. Let's get into it, Tamir. ASAP. Okay, so thank you for coming back. He actually was like the second guest on our show when we were like in a room with... Your best friend should always be the experiments that people you <laughs> That's actually really good advice. Use what you got around you, okay? So, Definitely. and you've always been one of my favorite people since I've been navigating the industry. And one of your taglines is like, minding my business, right? So, you... When you say that, navigating through this industry and you say in mind in my business, what does that actually mean and how has that helped you be as successful as you are right now? Um, so so with me, and I actually say mind in our business because I've learned inclusivity always makes things a lot easier. Mm -hmm. And as a songwriter in the music business, I know a lot of people are uncomfortable. I'm like the necessary evil, the icky conversation in the room. Nobody wants to say somebody's writing their song or writing mm. their words or anything like that. So <clears throat> I said mine in our business because I was like, this is what I'm going to say to let people know I was a part of the record. Because if anybody knows me, I'm an artist, I'm a producer, I'll sing the backgrounds, I'll vocal produce, I'll write the song. And I was like, no artist can be offended of me just posting mine in our business forever. And let the fans and the viewer and the listener figure out Yo, we know Tehran had something to do with that. The people that know me as an artist be like, yo, how did he help on that? Did he write? Did he produce? Did he do whatever? And, you know, I was just trying to stay out the way, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? And, and, and let it be all about the music and, and let the artists have their shine, you know? Tell, I, I know this already, but for the people listening, how did you end up a songwriter? Because I think the way you end up a songwriter to me is like the dopest story. How did and also I also giving Kibo his props? Oh, oh, so me and my brother started out as our own artists. We had a group in the Virgin Islands, you know, Rock City, Bam, you know what I'm saying? 
And so my, my dad found this dude. His name was Gibson. His artist name was Lectera. He used to mm. write our lyrics as kids. Yep. Me and my brother's probably like eight or nine years old. Mm -hmm. He's writing our lyrics. We going out. We doing shows. We performing. You know, we doing all that. And he would write all our songs. Well, Gibson came to my dad one day and said, yo, I want to focus on my artist stuff. I don't want to write for your kids. Mm. So my father's like, you don't want to write for my son then. So my dad gets extremely upset. He comes home. He's like, yo, let me tell you something. I got right to I own song them because we ain't taking no help from nobody. I don't want, I don't ever want to be put in a position again where somebody could just take something from y'all. Right. Mm. And me and my brother. I think that's, like, by the way, <laughs> incredible. His father's a Virgo. I know y'all, but his father's My a dad is a Virgo. That's yes. why we got along so, so good because his father, we always said they reminded us that, but they was 12. They wasn't like 17. Right. That was a, imagine telling your 12 year old, you got to figure it out on your own. Imagine mm. coming in, he's like, you going to Oh, you was 11 or 12? Yeah. I was 11. Gotcha. She was I was 11, 11 years old. So I was 11 years old. He's like, yo, you're going to write your own songs. And I, and I remember going in the room and like trying, trying this thing and coming back. And, and it was terrible. I don't even remember it. I knew it was terrible. But the good part about my dad, he was great at boosting your confidence. So mm -hmm. he come back in the room and, you know, I'm mm -hmm. singing a thing. You know, and um, he's like, exactly. That's all. You, see, see, you could do it. It's fire. So he, you know, hyped us up, and and got us in a place where it was like, holy shit, we could we could write songs. And you and was it, writing poetry too. That's important. Mm. So yes, I was writing poetry. I want to say it's my fifth or sixth grade teacher, and um, I'm terrible with the dates exactly, but it's my fifth or sixth grade teacher, and bro, I was just fascinated with. Words rhyming. You know, mm. you're writing a poem, and I was like, hold on. So, you know what I'm saying? I was like, dang, this is crazy. And then started putting melody and ideas to it. And, you know, I started writing songs when I was 11 years old. Because, wow. you know, somebody and, stopped writing that song. And the most important thing is is that he didn't write songs to become a songwriter. No, not at all. It's out of necessity. It was the right for himself. What up, everybody? This is Ray Dangs, a.k.a. The Culture Referee. You already knew that, but what you didn't know about Abet is a new distribution company called Two Loss Distribution. They're the most technologically advanced distributor in the world. They distribute your music to more stores than any distributor out there, and they only charge you $3 a month. Yep, $3 a month. And they don't charge you any money to collect your royalties, so you get 100% of your royalties. Y'all know how some of them distribution companies be asking for, you know, it's distribute with us but they take 20 percent. these guys don't take any of that they charge three dollars a month to distribute all your music and if you use the code gods which is on being the bottom of the screen when you add your discount code you get three months free so if you're looking for distribution you need distribution you're looking for the best distribution company to work with two loss is the fastest growing distribution company out there mess with them tell them ray sent you you gonna get some money off yeah Bro, I didn't even know songwriting was a job. I didn't even know. Uh, I thought artists wrote their own songs. I didn't know. Like, what I do right now for a living, I didn't know this is something that I could possibly do. And even getting into songwriting and becoming a songwriter, that was out of necessity. You know, when my daughter was born, I was broke as fuck, didn't have mm -hmm. nothing. And it was like... Shout out to Campster. You know, shout out to Campster. And we would be like... Me, my brother, Ray, we all talking, we figuring it out. Don't get me wrong. We around, we doing talent shows, and we trying to build. But The Rain with Akon, so this is like one of the first songs we sold. I sold we, Now, Peep Game, I wrote this song when I was in the seventh grade. 
during Hurricane Marilyn mm. in St. Thomas, and it's called The Rain, and the lyrics is, what's got me insane? Oh, is I can't stand the rain, mm. and it's hitting my window pane a little too much. It was because it was a hurricane outside, wow. and all the noises was happening. I was, you know, I was like, what, 12, 13, whatever age you are right. at that time, scared out of my fucking mind, and I'm coming up with this song, singing it over and over, trying to block out the noise. Me and my brother put it out independently in the Virgin Islands because we used to drop like independent albums. Benny, Akon's DJ, one of my best friends, he's Akon's DJ. He comes to the house. He's playing me Akon's new music. And, you know, I'm like young and cocky. He's saying, he playing me Akon's music. I'm like, I got a better song than that. You know, he played me like three songs. I'm like, he's like, yeah, play it. So I play it for Benny. Benny's like, Oh, the rain. Yeah, that's on the second album. Of course, I know that song. But we had changed the verses to singing verses. Mm-hmm. Man, we um go to Akon. A- so Akon is using a song. This is the funny part. I never forget this because this is why Ray say he, we never negotiate against ourselves. Because So we go to Akon, we in the room. Nigga, we broke as fuck, bro. We eating off the dollar menu, riding around mm. in, in, in Ray's black truck. And Akon is like, yeah, I love the song. I want to use it. But I want 15% of the publishers. We like, we don't even know what that is. We <laughs> don't even know that that's valuable. We don't even know that that's valuable. You had it. Ray is like, Ray is like, yeah, but you're going to have to give us $5,000. He was like. <laughs> he thought he was doing something. Akon, I was doing something. Yep, yep. Mm. Akon is like, yeah, say less. That nigga went to the back of the room and wrote a check right there. But I don't, but I don't think we gave him 15% because. No, because he took from scrap. From scrap. So he so, took like he probably took like seven, eight percent from us. Yeah. But it was two other writers on the song. And yeah. He took a piece from them oh. too. He took a piece mm-hmm. from everybody. But so he paid us five grand. And Ray, <laughs> wait, me and Timothy, we're excited about this five thousand dollars. Y'all gotta think we broke. Ray walks out, we get in the car, he's like, fuck. I'm like, fuck. We just got five thousand dollars, nigga, for some shit that we didn't even know you could get money for. Right. He's like, bruh, you ain't see what he did? He would have gave us more, man. He said it too quick. We yep. said it too quick. Damn. He's like, bro. Because that 5000 was a necessity. We right. needed that. We that that would have got them through the month. That would have got us through the, the year. It was right around, because Akon's album dropped November of that year, and this is right around September. So they rent was $1,000. So it was like that 5000 would give okay. them least. enough after, after they pay management to pay their rent for four months. So to me, that was just... Thank you. Necessity time. Yeah, hey, I yeah. just want to say shout out to rent being a thousand dollars for a two bedroom apartment on Roswell <laughs> Road. Shout out, baby. The world is a different place right now. Exactly. <laughs> so they were working. So they wrote, sold that song for Akon. But it's something important that you guys got to know why he's special. It's because so I was managing this kid named Noah, and I got a studio. My guy D Dot got me a studio for me and Noah. But Noah wasn't coming to the studio, and when he was, he wasn't working. So Teron was like my friend. Like, so imagine we filming here, and Teron walks in, and he'll be like, yo, is the room available? And I'm like, sure. He'll go work all night. Some days he stayed there. This man wrote 400 songs in one year, mm. and we only sold one. Not only did he write 400 songs, nigga, he, he recorded himself. I can't listen to Mario's Music for Love without getting emotional because if I play you the demo, you can hear his desperation. Mm-hmm. You can al- he also, because, because he didn't know how to engineer, he didn't fly the hook. 
He I, sung the song through. I had to sing the hook every single time and sing mm. the harmonies every single time. Mm. And I used to be in there every night. And just so you know, Music for Love was like the last song that I wrote in the studio. Yeah, that was kind of like from Music for Love, we kind of ascended from that moment. Right. And I wrote Music for Love because Ray cursed me out. <laughs> no, 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 no. I was in the studio for three days. I hadn't taken a shower. I used to come to the studio with just a toothbrush and um, no haircut, no nothing. And um, I remember back then I used to wear like two polo shirts, like different colors, like with a tie over it. with a tie over it. You know, I was trying to be different or unique or whatever. And Ray comes in the room and he's like, man, what the fuck going on, man? You amazing. And you in here with these sappy ass fucking songs. We ain't going to make no money, bro. We ain't going to make it. If you don't get your shit together, he goes in on me. Like, I want to say like an hour rant of just telling me like, nigga, you not on your shit. And I'm like, cause what happened was just so you know, he yeah. was writing. So Tehran used to do these long intros. See, people know right about now, but they don't know. It used to be right about now. That's how it goes down. down at a brand new sound. sound. <laughs> Cross the Caribbean. And it was like every song that he wrote, it was a, a, a minute intro. And I'm like, bro, you got to fuck like we, because the one thing that I did know was that people wanted to see them win. Mm. So people were in their corner. It was just. So people would be like, yo, your man is good, man. But it, so it was never shade. You know, sometimes people be shady. Your man ain't good. They'd be like, your man is good, man, but your man just, he just don't get it yet. He, he, he need to live a little bit of life. Mm. So I'm like, obviously he can't live no life. He can afford it right now. <laughs> so I'm like, nigga, you got to write. You got to challenge yourself. You got to challenge yourself. i never forget the day he played me music for love. He was so wounded. He was like, bro, can you hear the song? He plus playing. And you could tell he was looking. And he was like, because if you knew the real Tehran, and AJ knows this, if Tehran plays you a song, you're going to get a show. Especially back then. Nigga so Tehran, he's performing the record. Nigga, Tehran is making you like you can't take your eyes off of him mm. when the mm. song is on he's performing it in the room as a writer like yeah he was just there. and that and that time he played me music for love he didn't react he was just kind of like and i was like damn and i was like nigga that's it and he was like that's it i said that's it that's it because it was clever everything else he wrote it was like direct like you should be my girl or why can't i it was the uh. first time he wrote a record that was like music for love it was just beautiful it was like and my, and by the way we went on a run from that day like from that and it's something else i want to stress for you that i want people to know this is this is a man who is in his 18th year in the music business hold on 2006 so 17 going on 18 years in the music business because we signed our deal september 606 he's hotter now than he's ever been that's because when he was on his shit in his moment because we've had a lot of hot moments he could have been a dick and been like, I'm in my moment now. Pay me. Fuck you. Pay me. He always sought after. I always tell people, Tehran was not a great songwriter until maybe around 2014. I agree. But he was writing hit songs since 2006. What changed? Agreed. He, he perfected his craft. He didn't think, I know it all. He, some people be acting like they know it all. Like, oh, man, I got this shit. Mm -hmm. He never acted like that. Like. When we was working with Luke, the first time he, it was when he started working with Dr. Luke. That's, to me, that was when the moment changed. Because mm -hmm. it was the first time he had somebody who treated him like a student. By the way, that's because where Luke was. Yeah. Like, mad scientists couldn't treat him like a student. Everybody else had to treat him like a, even Mike Will, he couldn't treat him like a student. He had to treat him like a peer. Mm -hmm. Roddy Jerkins didn't, he kind of treated us like all, like, little brothers. But Luke was the first person that said, I can show you how to be great. And I remember Tehran and I spoke. And this is when I started work for L.A. Reid. Remember that shit? And I was like, 
Three years. I was like, nigga, we're going to go to college. Now, think way. about this. Yes. Nobody else would do this. I was like, nigga, we're going to go to college the next three years. You sit on a Luke and learn everything he knows, and I'm going to sit on the L.A. and learn everything he knows, and we're going to come back to the table and win together. Love that. And yeah. that's what we did. Bro, and, and, and Luke called Ray one time, and I, I, I was privy to this conversation after, later on. Luke calls Ray and said, Ron going to call you and say he want to come home. Yes. He's going to be very mad. He's going to be like, fuck me. He doesn't want to work with me. He wants to come home. Yep. Don't let him come home. When he said, send him back to me. Make he sure said, when he, he comes, stay. complains to you, don't protect him. Send him back to me. He's going, I'm telling you, he's, the, he's, <laughs> amazing. he's amazing, but I, he's not where he needs to be. And I remember calling Ray and Ray. But it's more important to, because this is what he wanted him to do. He wanted him to fix the song. And he's like, and, and so he's mad. No, no, no. He tells me, and I'm mad. I go to Ray. I'm like, yo, man, this motherfucking white boy, man. This nigga, doing too much, man. Like, hey, nigga, fuck this nigga, man. I ain't even know why we... And Ray's... And I'm... Usually I go on a rant. Ray either gives me Mr. Miyagi advice, or he's like, I'm tripping. This time, he burst out laughing. He's like... I'm like, yo, my nigga, I'm mad. It, what, what are you doing? He's like, bro... Luke already called me like a month ago and told me that you was going to be doing this. And when you do it, I said, what? Mm. He said, bro, that nigga see something in you, bro. If I were you, I said, we both was like, no, no, say it, less. It, it, yeah. it, but it was, it was an important part of the story. Luke wanted Tehran. Tehran was, was writing seven songs a day. Like that was our rate, four to seven songs a day. Four was a light day. Yes. Five to seven was the number. Luke says, I need to run in L.A. for a week to finish two verses. Exactly. That's why I'm like, what? Nigga, he writes fucking seven songs in a day. He's like, I know that, but his process, he rushes through it. I'm going to teach him. So I'm like, you about to send him. So he doesn't know he's going to L.A. to fix the verses. He knows, but he thinks he's going to L.A. to fix the verse amongst other things. So by day three, he calls me. Man, this nigga got me working on verses. And I never get it. I was like, Teron, we got hits, don't we? Yeah, hell yeah. He got way more. Right? Yeah. Teron, what have we learned his process? This is an opportunity. Learn his process. He was like, all right, man, I'll talk to you. All right, cool. <laughs> and nigga, we, that was, and that song was Locked Away. Oh. Mm. Locked Away took a long time. Locked Away took so fucking long, bro. Like, it, it was so annoying. We were so mad about it. But Locked Away was important to me and... Timothy and Ray, because we had been trying for so long, and everybody told Ray, don't manage us, and everybody told us, don't work with Ray. And everybody said, we was difficult, and everybody said Ray didn't know what he was doing. And everybody, was said, and everybody said, we wasn't going to have a hit or make it. We can write hits for everybody else, but we can't write a hit for ourselves. So when we did Locked Away, it's like, I don't, I don't want to lie and say every song I write, I know it's a hit. I don't. Sometimes I'm like, I think it's good, but locked away, we knew. We was they, like, they hey, 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 we about to, ooh, all that shit them niggas was saying, watch what we about to do. Mm. And, and not only did it do what we thought it was going to do, it, ex, it preceded expectations. You know what I'm saying? And it's, it's still a gift that keeps giving. We just hit yeah. a billion views on yeah. YouTube. I want to say like two weeks ago, mm. almost at a billion streams on Spotify. Billy Go, baby. Come on. So he, so he was, so he, that was the moment 
the one thing to Ron, and I want every writer listening to understand this. Most writers' career are, or producers, most creators' careers are short-lived because they get to this place where they get really, really hot, and they think that no one can tell them anything, and that's when they fall. And Teron, he didn't. He literally embraced the pop way of doing things. That was the hardest thing, like, because we come up from the urban world, so now we're in the pop world where they're like, pop world does it different. And when he went in that world, he just honored the shit. And then he, and to be honest with you, his success to me is because he brought the pop mentality of song making to the urban world. Mm-hmm. Let me let me ask you this question. So when you were working on these two verses for two days or however long it for took? For a week. For a week, okay. <laughs> <clears throat> was it like, I mean, without going, giving too much sauce and going too much into the process, was it like, re-recording each word was it like phrasing differently was it harmonic like can you break that down of what exactly all of the above i mean you know so in writing a song sometimes you got to be mathematically correct you know certain uh, and i'm gonna give you an example like if i judge for life me would you stay by my side or is you going to say goodbye? Tell me right now. And the second part is da 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 Like it's, it's, it, Mirror. it's mirrored match math. A lot of people don't really realize that. But when you listen to a song and you listen to pop songs and you listen to hit songs, a lot of the times, majority of the time, 99% of the time, <laughs> Hit records are, they just match with math. They're just, the syllables are correct, the melody is correct, and, and things like that. And at that time, I didn't know that before. At that time, again, writing seven, we just was playing the spaghetti game, like writing seven songs a day and <laughs> throwing, throwing stuff wall, at the wall and whatever stuck, because we knew we was hustlers, and, and our whole success was fair-based. Our whole success was... They gonna send us back home to the project if we don't win, and we're not going back. So if you write one song a day, we're gonna write two. If you write three, we're gonna. You know what? Just in case any of you niggas try to write more songs than us, we're gonna write seven. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Not even thinking about it being good, bad, or not. We was just we was just shooting in the gym. We just kept shooting hungry, shots, right. hungry, hungry, hungry. Till after a while, we're like a lot of these shots. Going are in. going in wait a minute you know and then getting with somebody and getting with somebody like a dr luke after we had hits because the funny part is we had we can't stop pour it up uh kisses down low we had songs that were out that were big that were successful that people were talking about and bro i think for like the first two or three weeks of working with luke he was telling me how not that good of a songwriter i was and i'm like First of all, we didn't really know the caliber of who he was. Mm-hmm. So it's like, who are you to tell me, nigga? Right. I just did. And then he starts breaking stuff down on like, you're good, you're talented, but this is how you get better. And, you know, I've always been a person to be like, even if it's bullshit, at, even if it's bullshit, let me hear what you got to say if the end result is me being better. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't care, you mm-hmm. know. I mean, the way that I met Ray, you know, I wanted to quit. I wanted to quit music, and when he comes to my house, 
with a, a guy named Michael because Michael wants me to write songs for him. And Michael is like, yo, this is the dude I've been telling you about. He's in a group with his brother from the islands, remember? First thing Ray says to me, he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah I heard about y'all. That shit y'all doing, that shit whack, bro. Mm. No, he <laughs> And at the time, I needed to hear it because my, you know how I felt. I felt everybody kept telling me how good I was and I wasn't making no money. Mm. So I'm like, how can I be this good and broke? I can't be that good. Something's wrong. And if somebody told me what I was doing wrong, I would fix it. Mm. But nobody, everybody kept telling me, bro, you so fire. You so fire. Mm. I'm like, y'all are lying. And he was the first person <laughs> that told me I wasn't fire. And I was wow. like, why? And bro, our friendship was me and him hanging out and him just saying like, bro, you got to move like this. You got to move like that because you got to, there was a point of time where I was, I'm, I still Caribbean as fuck. If anybody don't know, mm. I'm yes. from rock for yep. real. <laughs> but I was, and when I mean too Caribbean, I was too Caribbean for the business that I was trying to get into. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like being a street nigga and you trying to go in the corporate world. It's like, mm. you can, that, that street, that street mind is going to get you far, but bro, you can't, you, you can't want to be Suge Knight in the boardroom. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, so I, being around Ray was like, yo, when you in this room, like even when I'm speaking now, like, mm -hmm. bro, this is, I tell everybody, I be in the room with people and I'd be like, yo, this is not my real voice. <laughs> You'll be like, what do you mean? <laughs> this isn't, well, well, what's your, my real voice. If I talk in regular on a normal day where nobody thinking is this is why he is. Mm -hmm. This is why he sound like. But I learned moving around in the business. It takes it takes more. We learned early. It took more than writing good songs. It took more than talent. It took more than politicking. Right. It's like a whole formula. You can't just build a house with wood. You Actors. need some screws right. and you need some dirt and you need some cement. It takes a bunch of shit to build a house. Exactly. And then we figured that out like, oh man, it takes a lot of stuff. And we just started implementing it. Even to now, as successful that I am, I think I'm super successful because I'm open to collaborating with the biggest people in the world, hearing that I'm not good or it's not great or it's not that. And I'm open to collaborating with the smallest people, new, you know, because I'm like, I, I do believe some of the best ideas come from the hunger of poverty. Yes. You know, not saying that I'm successful and I make big hits, but bro, when when you don't know where your next meal coming from, when you're like, man, my mama gonna lose her house, right. when you're like, yo, like like how I was, I had a daughter and I and I didn't want her to grow up being poor. That energy, bro, the ideas are so incredible because those ideas are coming from a place of desperation and if they don't work, you die. Mm. Whereas an idea from comfort is not the same thing. So I always tell people, the newcomers and the people coming after me, yo, bro, they are, they are, they are the future of music. And so I'm always looking at what's music going to sound like in five years? Music is going to sound like what these little niggas is doing in the basement right now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I need them little niggas in the right. room with me because guess what? With the knowledge that I learned from Luke and what I understand, I can say, hey, little homie, you don't know how, you may not know how to actually make a hit, but you got some sauce and some vibe and some shit that nobody's heard. Come over here and let me help you make it big right. for the world. You know? By the way, no yeah. urban writer does that. No, 
you know, I my 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 major problem is a lot of people are uh, offended by hits. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You know, you get in the room and you mention hits and a lot of people, you know, they're like making their art. And, you know, Quincy Jones said some shit that I always hold on to. Quincy Jones said, leave your art on the wall and give the people what they want. Mm-hmm. You know, so you get in the studio now with a lot of the young people and a lot of people making music. And they're like, yo, bro, you know, we just trying to make a vibe. And I'm like, you know, Ray knows me, bro. I'm a, I want to get back home to my wife and my <laughs> kids. So I'm the type of nigga like I, I didn't come here to make a vibe with you. You think I'm in the studio with you to make track 17? <laughs> you think that's what I'm here for, to get track 9, nigga? I want the first song to release. I want the biggest song on the album because we don't get that much opportunities. In the music business as songwriters, we don't make that much money like we used to. You need you need a smash. You need you need a number one radio, number one global billion, two, three billion stream song to really be walking around here like, hey, bro, we make, excuse me, we making money. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, why would your goal, bro? I work, I'm in the studio every day, like still, I'm still oh, writing yes. four songs a day, yeah, seven songs see. a day. So, but I'm obviously not writing hit songs every song. But why would that not be the goal? Why would y'all get on this podcast to make y'all worse show? Why would <laughs> right. y'all get on this podcast and be like, today we're gonna <laughs> hey, today we're shooting for an okay show. A mediocre. You know, just a, we just wanna be creative and make a vibe. Why the fuck did you leave your house for that? I always tell people when I get to the studio, all that vibe shit is done. Vibe at your house. I did not leave my wife and my kids to vibe with you niggas. All right. I wanna make hit records every time this is my basketball court i want to dunk on you niggas every time that we get in the room not like in a way that i don't want to work like i'm like like trying to shit on niggas i'm like no bro i don't think lebron james and michael jordan might not have beef but lebron james is trying to beat jordan's score and record because he wants to be the best who doesn't want to be the best at something they do why are you showing up to be okay Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying that shit you do when you're seven like nigga i was okay having a c when i was in the when (laughs) when i no i was okay having a c plus and a c (laughs) minus in elementary i just wanted to pass nigga i was ready for the summer but as a grown man you want a c plus that's what you out here for like hey nigga but we hey it wasn't that good but we passed what (laughs) i can't look at my kids and my sons and be like no nigga Yo, right now my son goes to college in France. You know what he said? Dad, I'm not going to lie. Every party I go to and every club I go to, if like 20 to 30% of the song that they play in the party, you made them. Wow. That's dope. That's crazy. You know what? When he was in America, he was like, oh, Dad, you ain't did. I was like, yo, I'm from, I have an international air. A lot of my songs play all over the world. You got to travel more, and you'll probably hear my songs in places that you won't hear some of the songs that you really love. Now he's calling me like, yo, Dad. That's crazy. All my friends are like, wait, your dad did that and that and that and that. I want to I wanna impact the world, bro. St. Thomas is 32 square miles. Wow. 32 square miles, bro. When I was a kid, you know what I used to say? I knew. You from New York? Yeah. Where you from? New York. New York. You from Atlanta. Okay. When I was a kid, I knew about New York and I knew, from, I knew about Atlanta. And my dad used to be like, why are you so worried about this? I used to be like, dad, I know they are there. 
do they know I'm here? Mm. And that shit used to bother me. Because I used to be like, wait, niggas in New York don't know that St. Thomas is here? They don't know that we here? They don't know that me and my brother rapping? They don't mm. know that we trying to do this shit? Y'all, they know now. Mm -hmm. So that's always been my goal. That's why, that's why I love what I do. I don't show up to just be okay. And guess what, guys? Some days I'm just okay. Mm. So... You were mentioning, like you said, you come basically to the studio wherever you're at. You're, you're looking to win your championship every time. God willing. And and obviously, we know that you had one of the biggest songs of all time, definitely of this year and of all time, um, in seven. Yes. Can you tell us, like, the story behind that or just oh, man. something uh, cool, like, revolving and, around Andrew, that? So, so <clears throat> Andrew, Watt, Andrew Watt hits me and he's like, yo... I'm 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 working on some songs um, for Justin Bieber, and I want you to work on some songs. And I was like, "Hell yeah, bro! That's he's one of my favorites. I love Bieber. I want to, you know, I did a song for him like when he was like 14, 15. I would love to do another one." So he sends me the beat, and I write the song, and I send it back to him, and he was like, "This ain't it, bro." I was like, "What? I, I really thought I kind of slapped. You know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna lie to you. I thought I, I thought I was going hard. He's like." This ain't it. I was like, dang. I was like, all right, cool. He's like, bro, it needs to be simple. So my son, he, my youngest son, he's 11 now. He was 10 at the time. He's in the studio with me. He liked to be in the studio with me, you know. And he's sitting down on my lap, and we, we just talking. And I'm like, you know what's simple? My engineer, Nat. I'm like, she's like, what? The days of the week. Mm. That's pretty simple, right? <laughs> my son is like, yeah, daddy, that's. Yeah, I was like, let's go Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, mm. <laughs> Monday, mm -hmm. Tuesday. And, and most of my songs come from that. It's an idea, it's a concept, it's a word. It's something that, I, that I'm like, that's what we're going to sing about. You mm. know what I'm saying? Because I have so many melodies traveling through my head. Melodies, are, it's weird. For some people, melody is hard. For some people, lyrics are hard. For me, I would say my most difficult moment in a studio is co concepts. Like, mm -hmm. what is this song about? How do we say something that, because, bro, how do we say something that everybody's heard in a new way? You know what I mean? Like, you you know, I mean, a best friend for, for Sweetie and, and, and Doja Cat. You've heard my, my best friend before. You've mm -hmm. heard that before. Right. I was trying to figure out how do I do it in a way that everybody can enjoy. And, honestly, I was thinking about TikTok. Mm -hmm. I was like two girls on TikTok dancing to this together. I was like, shit, this will go crazy. <laughs> mm. You know, I wasn't even I wasn't even thinking like, oh, this is the biggest song in the world. I was like, bruh, it, it, like that when I made that song. And a lot of the times when I make songs, it's like things in my head. And I'm just trying to see the future of how it's going to pan out. Mm. As a songwriter, your job is to make the words that the people want to sing. I think I think the songwriter job is the hardest job in the business. I agree. By far, because as a producer, I can give you think about it like this as a producer, I can have Tehran write a song, send you the beat and you could be like, yo, I don't like what they did, but send me the beat. I don't want to do what they did because it's, it's hard to get someone to sing words. What is your thought process when you're making? So, like, I'm going to ask you songs. What's your thought process? So when you're making uh, uh, cheat back for Chloe. Mm -hmm. What's the thought process? So I'm in a studio with, with uh, Giddy, and um, you know this is our first time working, and he plays me this guitar loop 
right? And I just feel like trying to figure out what girls what girls want to say right now. And um, I'm in my phone on Facebook. And a girl says, oh, baby girl, don't cry. Just cheat back. Mm. I said, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's how women feel now. It's a new conversation. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, you know, and I go cheat back, find another boo in the hood with some tats, you know what I'm saying? And, and trying to do that vibe. So I'm, and, and I, and originally was thinking about Chloe. Mm-hmm. So number one, I always need an artist for inspiration. It's, it's, it's kind of hard to write a song for no one. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You go in the studio and like, who are you writing for today? <laughs> Let's just write a good song for no, like that to me. Some, and some people are great at that. They just write good songs and they have them sitting. I'm not really good at that. Now, hear me out. I can write a song for you. That doesn't mean it's going to go to you. Right. Uh, Seven was written in the mind of Justin Bieber and it ended up June Cook. We Can't Stop was written in the mind for Rihanna and it ended up on Miley Cyrus. So it doesn't mean that writing for the artist means it's their song. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and I remember being younger in the business and an artist don't take your song and you like, yeah, so-and-so didn't take it. But it was, I, and then as I became successful, I realized not taking my song ain't a bad thing because it may not have, now that I listen to We Can't Stop, I'm glad that Rihanna did pour it up and Molly Cyrus did We Can't Stop. Mm, yeah. I don't even hear Rihanna singing that song. Mm. You know, so I'm like, she wasn't so Rihanna didn't do nothing wrong. She did me a favor. She actually did the best thing she could have did because it was like, Teron, this song doesn't fit me as an artist and a creative. And and learning that now, what I what I do is I sit in the room with the artist, I listen to the whole conversation. I'm like, tell me what you want to do, what you're trying to do, what you're trying to accomplish. I get as much information as I can, and then I'm like, okay, cool. Now I'm gonna write a song. For you. Tell this song is for you. This is what you want to say based on what you told me. This is where you are. You want it to sound like this. And I and I and I and I think I've I've had the success that I've had and I'm having now within this moment because I'm good at listening to what people want. You know, I always tell people I'm the Chick-fil-A of the music business. I pride myself on having great service. So I don't go in the room and be like, yo, my nigga. I'm a hit songwriter. <laughs> this is a smash. Sing this. I go in the room and be like, yo, what you want to do? Mm-hmm. That's what you want to do? Okay. I'm going to take what you want to do, and I'm going to try to make it a hit. That's okay with you? Mm. So now you don't feel left out of the process. You're like, holy shit. Yo, bro, those are my thoughts, or that's what I was feeling, or that's that's what I said. I'm trying to go there. I'm tired of everybody giving me urban. I want to go pop. I'm tired of pop. I want to be a little bit more urban. You nailed it. And so I think I'm good at that. Hearing what the artist is trying to accomplish and giving them that. Do you have a favorite artist you like to write for specifically? Mm. Man, everybody asked me that, but no, man. I, I don't have a favorite artist that I like to write for, to be honest. Um, I I would be lying if I said I did. You know what I'm saying? I just I just enjoy making music. I and I just I enjoy people singing my songs and I enjoy being out 
and seeing people singing my songs, the not pat- knowing it's me. Like I, I, I'm the guy that pulls up in a car next <laughs> to me, see the bunch of dudes or the girls or whatever. I love that people are using, like I'm literally a part of making a soundtrack and moments of people's lives. And when I see them enjoying the music, that's like, wow, that bro, that didn't exist before it popped in my head. That's, you know, I feel so blessed by it. It's crazy that you say that because, like, <clears throat> you know, I be promoting your stuff a lot. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, on TikTok, I hear or I see a lot of videos of females doing to How You Roll with the Sierra record. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know, my boy did that. And he's like, word, yo, this is my jam. Like, like, how did that even, like, how did that come to fruition? Because, like, that was... Arguably one of the biggest R and B songs this year too. It is. It's number. It's number five on the charts right now. Yeah. yeah. Um. Well, I I did that with my team. You know what I'm saying? Because you know I I feel like when when you get successful, you got to teach. So you know, me and Ray started signing writers and producers, and Sierra is a good friend of mine, and she called me and like, yo, this is what I'm trying to do, and da 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 da, and it was super difficult because. You know, we did level up, which I which I love, and it was great. But it was super difficult this time because at the time when we was making Sierra's music, love and happiness and good energy wasn't cool on in in the black community as far as music was going. You know what I'm saying? So, so I'm in the studio. She's married, she's happy, she has kids, she's in a great space in her life, and I gotta make music that reflects that, that's cool, in a toxic environment. Mm. And I'm in the studio like, okay, (laughs) nigga, I don't even know where to start. I'm like, you know, and so, uh, so before the hook or before anything, it's so funny, Usually I start every song with the hook, but with this, with how how we rule, this this was a different thing. Um, there's there's a there's a writer we have assigned us. His name is Fredo, and mm-hmm. I was in the studio, and I was like, Fredo is a rapper. First of all, mm. street dude, rap nigga. Like he's in the studio, and I said, Yo, Fredo, can you go in there and do something like super super hood about somebody you love? Like make that shit the most, you know, the most. <laughs> He was like, you know, but it's like, say it to it, but you're talking to a dude. It's a girl to a dude. Mm-hmm. He was like, what? Like, you love someone, say it like you would say it, but gutter as hell. So he's like, man, he said that I blow a mind every time I'm activated. So that little part, I was like, nigga, <laughs> that is amazing. He was like, you like that shit? I was like, that's what I need. Mm. And he said something about a car. And I was like, I got it. I got it. We started started doing the vibes, writing the melodies, get to Sierra. So the hook had different lyrics, right? And Sierra is like, yo, Tehran, I like this. This is good. But I think it would be better if you said, that's just how we roll. <laughs> mm. And by the way, I'm like, that's terrible. <laughs> I hate it. Dem- but I had demoitis. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you, you you write a song, you're riding around to it in your mm-hmm. car for days. You yeah. fi- 
you know, I, I flew to Seattle. I get to Seattle and I wrote a bunch of songs and I'm like, you know, because my process when I'm do okay, if I'm doing a whole project is different than when I'm doing one song. Right. So when I'm doing a whole project, I like to go off by myself, me and my team, and we're going to write like 20 songs for just for you. And then I'm going to get to you. I know the goal isn't for you to like all 20, but I'm doing a whole album. I just want you to real talk. I need you to like five or six of them mm -hmm. because five or six of them is half of an album. Mm -hmm. Right. Yep. So I'm like, you like five or six. Guess what? Ha <laughs> ha. That means I'm in the right direction. <laughs> I know what the album sounds like. We got the meat. Now let's dive in and, and keep going. So we go to Seattle. I'm playing all the records and bam, we, we, and by the way, for a while, I'm like, I don't know about this how we roll shit. <laughs> I don't know about this how we roll shit. And um, it's it's something Ray said back in the day because we did a song called Replay that had a big, we had a big issue with it. And Ray was like, bro, it's their song. They're going to release it. They're going to push it. They believe in it. You wrote the song. Let them, let they think this is what's going to take them. Let them take it. And I just was like, everybody knows I said this before in other interviews. Sierra has this thing that she says. And if she says it, you can't change her mind. Sierra says, Tron, God told me. And she said, God told me. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> hey, I can't fight it's with God, bro. Right. God told her that how we roll is the lyric. And I knew we couldn't change it after that. So, you know, and, and I'm super excited at the success because... Uh, me and my brother's DJ, Deli, is who produced the record. Mm -hmm. And, you know, our DJ, he was just our DJ. And when he, we're going out on the road and we're doing shows. And then he was like, yo, bro, I produce. And I was like, oh, you make beats? Okay, cool. And then we started fucking with his beats. And just for him to have, you know, a number top five, record. a top five record on That's Urban dope. Radio. Crazy. Like, you know, him being from the Virgin Islands with us and, and, and Fredo. and Fredo was, Fredo was the shooter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's how I met him. Yeah. No, I said was. I uh, was. Yeah, past was. Tense. He, past tense. Yeah. Fredo was a shooter. Like Fredo, I met Fredo on some. He had to make sure that nobody gets close to you. Somebody got a problem. So I heard he could write songs. So when he did this, that's why I'm like, I know Teron's the best because nobody in his position would take a guy who's fresh off the streets and say, write with me. Mm -hmm. That's what makes him great to me. Wow. You could see that's them. amazing. Yeah, like and it's authentic. You know, people don't that's do that. Like people don't do that. Definitely don't. They like, want to. They usually want to keep them type of people in their position or far away and he embraced them nah. and gave him an opportunity and now he and has see, one of the biggest you see when the record, record come on we be celebrating and he just be right. like <laughs> celebrate Fredo like yeah, he cause Toronto give a fuck right. he like nigga I got 20 of those shit right. Right. give him his moment you yeah, know what I'm saying it, it, right. and, and, I, and I feel like it's more about that and it's and it's more about giving people their moment and, and Ray knows this is something that I always say it is irresponsible to tell people like money isn't everything it don't matter <laughs> So my goal is everybody around me. I want to make all the people around me rich so they can see how non-important money is. Mm. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because I, lo I lost my dad like three years ago, and he's one of the most important. Like, that's my hero, bro. I love mm -hmm. that man with all my heart. And if I, could, if I could give up everything, if I could not be nominated for the Grammys, not be a songwriter, I got to go back to school and Favorite. be an be a accountant. And you told me, you got to do all of that, and I give you your daddy back. I get up right now, walk off this interview, and go home and, and, mm. and, and sign up for school to get that money back. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, so with, with that being said, and again, 
I look at it like it's when I talk about hits and all that, it's not like, oh, to get rich. And I'm not saying getting rich isn't awesome. Let's let's take care of our families and do great things. But man, how could you not love the whole world singing something you made? Facts. You know, I, I, I want to ask you something. I'm just curious. Mm -hmm. I want you to because I feel like you don't talk about this enough. I want you to tell the people how the shit that you went through to get here like I, like from like from walking like these guys would go they was 12 years old they would go to talent shows to perform win the talent show money and have to walk home and all the people who saw them win are like riding by beeping their horn like oh that's the kids he yeah. slept on a train like i just want you to give them the human story oh, yeah, about yeah, yeah. Who you i are. mean you know i mean like i said man i'm i'm i graduated out of high school in 2000 i left st thomas like I'm going to make it in the music business with $35 and a pair of shiny FUBU pants on and a backpack of clothes. Yeah. Straight up. Ooh. And went to Miami. My cousin, Oshana, that's the closest thing I have to a sister. I don't have a sister, but she's, I love her with all my heart. That's, that's my why sister. you chose Miami to go. That's why I chose Miami because my dad's brother, my uncle Trent and my cousin Oshana lived there. Well, when we, when I got there, uh, my uncle Trent had a one bedroom condo, obviously no room for me to stay. And my cousin Oshana is like Tehran. I would love for you and Timothy to stay, but I got roommates and they all girls. But my boyfriend, uh, Jason Roberts, he passed RP Jason Roberts. He's a great human being. He'll let y'all stay by him, but he also got four roommates, but he's trying to start a record label and he loved me and my brother. And he's like, yeah, y'all can stay at me. So me and my brother slept in the dining room of his apartment with all his roommates rent free. 10 months mm. slept on a blanket. Now every, every dude in this apartment is paying rent, but me and my brother are sleeping there because Jason Roberts is like them two dudes that rap from the Virgin Islands. They're going to get big and they're going to put BI on the map. Wow. And, um, while, and while we're there, me and my brother is like, okay, Miami ain't working out. It ain't nothing happening. Music. We got to move. We're like, we're going to move to New York or we're going to move to Atlanta. Well, there was a promoter from Atlanta. He still lives here. My dad, one of my dad's best friends, his name is Perella. Perella used to like throw parties and stuff like that. And there was a band from the Virgin Islands called Jam Band mm. doing Jamban. Jamban. Calypso by name Jamban. And they were doing a show, and Perella is like, Yo, I want to book you and your brother for the show. I want y'all to open for Jam Band in Atlanta. So, peep game. Me and my brother are picking New York or Atlanta to move. We're like, Bro, if we go to New York, we could just go out perform in front of the labels and we'll get a deal. We're fresher from St. Thomas. We don't know shit about America. We green as hell. We're just like, but we're super famous and popping in the Virgin Islands. So we're mm -hmm. like, obviously we're going to make it. I go, yo, I want to fly. Literally while we're having a conversation, my cell phone rings. It's Perella. We're like, I want to book y'all in Atlanta and we're going to put you in a hotel for one night and we'll pay y'all $250. I get off the phone. I'm like, Timothy, we're moving to Atlanta. <laughs> That was it. Mm. I was like, That's bro, God. we didn't have no money. Right. We didn't even know how we was getting to New York. We was going to think on asking my mother to Western Union us some money to catch the Greyhound from Miami to New York. That's a long fucking ride. Mm -hmm. Bro, but again. When you from where you from, you But not it. when you from where you from, bro. Y'all got to think the first house that we lived in was a shack. The bathroom was on, on the outside. We There was holes in the floor and holes in the roof. We used to catch water with pans. Stray dogs and stray cats used to crawl in our house. None of our doors could close. You had to tie it with a string. Mm. And, then, and one of the niggas up the street used to steal our VCRs all the time every time we left the house. And my parents always had to buy a new VCR. So I'm like, bruh, 
poverty, that shit was the great. Bro, we thought we were living good because in America, y'all got air conditioning in y'all apartments. Ooh. He was like, what? <laughs> this yeah. AC in the apartment? Wait, it comes with a, y'all apartments came with refrigerators. Mm-hmm. Nigga, when you get an apartment in St. Thomas, it's a, it's a, it's a concrete box. Mm. Ain't nothing in it. We moved from that shack to the projects. Me, my brother, my mother, and my dad. And we thought we won the lottery. Mm. So, nigga, the Greyhound? That was nothing. We didn't care. Not only that, your first bed, where your first bed came from? Oh, yeah. My first, our first bed came out of the trash can. Me and my brother. Listen, me and my brother shared a bed together until we was 25. Now, peep game. We moved to Atlanta. We get our first apartment. We got our own rooms. This is the first time we got our own apartment. We're like so proud of ourselves. We think like, ooh, nigga, we big time. Yeah. We got an apartment ourselves. <laughs> I'm in my room. He's in his room. And we're yelling through the rooms. Yo, Timo. Yeah, Tiran. This fuck feel weird, my boy. <laughs> yeah. I shared a bed with him my whole life. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In one in a two bedroom apartment, so we got this apartment. We had our own. So guess what? Our friend John Wheatley, he's in the production and he he does a lot of film stuff. He's from St. Thomas. He needed a place to stay. We was like, "Yo, come stay at our apartment." He was like, "Yeah, but y'all got two rooms." I was like, "Me and my brother gonna share a bed. You can have that bedroom because mm-hmm. we 
we've never not had our own rooms. Mm -hmm. And then we started sleeping in different beds when girls came into play. When, when, when niggas started having girls come to the house, it was right. like, okay. <laughs> now, yeah, but when we first got there, it was like, bro, this is the weirdest shit in the world. So, bro, we get to Atlanta, and we're moving around, and we're, tr and we're trying to figure it out. Yo, we're catching the bus with, you know, you know sleeping, sleeping wherever we can sleep. Yo, shout out to Bubba Sparks. Mm. I don't even, let me tell you why. Because we used to live in this studio. It used to be Meta Music and Bubba Sparks would be, we, we all used to share this one couch. We used to sleep on this couch. And when Bubba Sparks ugly dropped, we was broke. We didn't have shit. But I told my brother, we going to make it. He said, how you know? Because I said, he made it and we was next to him. Mm. And I feel like if mm. you start seeing yourself around people that's doing positive things, it's only, if, if you're like, these are all my friends, and all my friends keep blowing up. Wow. You're gonna be next. I'm walking in the right direction. And it was a long time after Ugly that we got our first shot. Mm -hmm. It was, but but I just knew we was getting our. I, I knew we was going we was going to get our shot. And then, like I said, moving around, everything changed for me though when my daughter was born. Fuck what anybody said. When I had a kid, I had one goal. I said by the time she's five. She's not going to understand what being broke means. Because I've been broke my whole life. And I'm like, my daughter ain't going my to. My daughter is going to be with the girls and be like, wait, your daughter, your daddy can't buy you a, a Barbie dream house set? It's weird to me. Like, I just, that was my own. It, guess what? It wasn't fame. It wasn't my daughter isn't going to be poor. That was the only goal. That's how we know our, our relationship because she's going to be 20. She, when she was born, that's when I met him, when mm -hmm. she was in her mom's stomach. Mm -hmm. So I met him and I was an intern and I drove him. So, and I remember he was like, we, I took him to a session at Armando Colleon house. Mm. And I should say that on record because he's a nice guy and he doesn't get credit. But we took him to Mondo house. And by the way, that's the biggest house I've ever been in in my life the, at that moment. The first time? I've ever been in a mansion. And, and, and oh my God, that was the biggest house we've ever seen. And this nigga's talking about hits and writing yeah. songs. And, and I'm just like, whatever this dude says, if we I can it. get a house like this, I'm mm -hmm. listening to this mm. dude. So we working with him. And then he was like, yo, shit is good. You know, nonchalant as possible. Like, hey, come back to the house tomorrow. So he's like, all right, cool. <laughs> in the car, I'm like, hey, nigga, I don't, I don't have no money to get you back here tomorrow. He was like. Cause I had to take him. He lived in Alpharetta. I had to take him back to Stone Mountain, and I lived on the South Side. Okay. So I had to. So I was like, I can't go to out. By the way, if you're not from Atlanta, you watching that? That's like, that's like an hour drive one way, and then an hour drive another way. So <laughs> yes, I just didn't have the money for it. So I remember I was like, bro, I don't know how you can get to the studio tomorrow. Cause the guy I was interning for was a cheap motherfucker. He would give me ten dollars and be like, go pick up one of my writers, Teron, and feed yourself. So I'm like, I would have to put like seven in the car and then three dollars to eat. Like, and he, he didn't play. And by the way, he was in the game. Like, <laughs> big house, nice condo. He was just cheap. So anyway, I, I, Teron, I'm there. So I'm like, yo, bro, I can't take you to the studio tomorrow. And he was like, man, if, if you want, man, you could just sleep on the couch. So I slept in his guest room the which day was I my met daughter's him. Room. His daughter's room. Yeah. Cause they was getting the room ready for his daughter. Mm -hmm. That's how I know how long we've been knowing each other. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. My, yeah, my daughter's going to be 20 years old, December 20th. And it's, and, and it's something about Teron. That, like, I, if I had five more Tehrans, we would probably, I don't even, I think we would run the world. Like, he's, because he's the only person I've ever met who, no matter where he is at life, he will allow you to teach him a lesson. Mm. And that's a gift. Most people are not on that shit. 
Like most people are not like me and Tehran. Literally, we have had one argument in 2023, and it was yesterday, and it was kind of an argument. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It was kind of an argument. Yeah, we, that's we true. never like we we used to argue all the time, but we had like now we just get it. We had one argument yesterday, and it was about a record, and it was just I'm watching him grow as a writer. I'm watching him care about things he doesn't care about, but I still have to remind him, hey man, you can't be like them, because that's why they got out the game. Mm-hmm. Niggas start getting a hit and stinking they the magic. Like, Facts. trust me, dog. That's why, that's why some of these artists be like, "Oh, I can't work with you no more." Or you, I'm gonna go work with her now. So that's why a lot of shit don't work. Not only that, let me take another thing. Let me give you the, one of the most noble things about Tehran. We meet Tehran. We meet Lizzo. They bring us in on to oversee her project, go on, the first album. We do it. It goes successful. The second album, Tehran is Lizzo's writing partner. Mm-hmm. Tehran could have easily been like, "Man, let's go to my guy, my shit, my way, my way." Tehran was like, "No." I'm not going to be a part of a second problem. We're going to go to everybody we want to the first time. And that's what we did. And that's how we got our first number one ever. Mm-hmm. That was his call. Because, and that's hard. Like, some people don't get that moment. Some people be like, it's mine, mine. Like, everybody's just waiting for that moment to be a leader. And when he was a leader, he didn't be greedy. He was like, nah, I'm still going to do it with them. I'm still right with you. Yo, if you got an idea, send it to me. Like, that's rare. But he doesn't cheat the process. And that kind of led you guys to your first to your Grammy last year, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean, just in general, like, I hate that he says mind my business. <laughs> you want him to be outside. I want him to mind his business. Yeah, because for me, it's for me. It's like I've watched people. I'm gonna play it. Let me show what I'm talking about. I'm gonna play the demo. I don't give a fuck. I'm just gonna play it because I want people to understand <laughs> what I'm talking about. So you got to look at it from my standpoint. I hear this song. I'm gonna play it. That's him. That's him. Bitches are scared to do it how I do it. Okay. Okay. With my shades. You hearing it, right? Y'all hearing it? All right, cool. Now it's boom. Here's the first. Here's the song. That's why I want to show y'all. Here's the song right here. Is it gonna play? Hold on. I'm pressing play. Oh, there you go. I just want y'all to hear this shit because. Because to me, I feel like, hold on, I'm going to just do it this way. To me, I just feel like we don't do that enough for people like him. So imagine us. Y'all heard that. Niggas is scared to do it how I do it. Niggas is scared. Like, now, listen to the real version of the song. Here you go. So, but point is, is this. So, by the way, Mike wouldn't do nothing wrong, but he, it would have been beautiful if he would have said, shout out to Tehran. So I watched him give sauce to everybody, and they never give him credit. And it doesn't bother him. And I'd be ready to fucking go at Because I'm like, because <laughs> I'm like, like, bro, you, I've seen you. Like, that song, for example, we didn't know that that song was going to be a Mike Will single. He made that song by himself. But because the game is so producer-driven, Mike Will's like, it's my song. I'm putting it out. And he puts it out as a fe- and, and featuring Molly Cyrus and those guys. But the point is, is that that's him. So when I see him not get credit, like, y'all understand. I mean, I know I'm like, it might feel like I'm being, like, we've literally probably been on the brink of tears. Because I'm like, I hate that they don't respect you. And he'd be like, Ray, it's cool. Fuck, it's cool. <laughs> Bro, they don't fucking give you your credit. 
Like when Mike Will went on the radio, and by the way, I'm only bringing this up now because him and Mike spoke, so it's all love. But yeah. when Mike Will on the radio and, and was like, yeah, man, we got Miley Cyrus rapping. That was, when, they, when she went to get on Ain't Worry About Nothing, that was him. He called him. He wrote the shit. They never said his name. And I don't know if it's because he wrote. So to me, we've always been on the battle of giving writers credit. Got it. Because a nigga say a nigga produced my records all day, but niggas hate to say he's a he's a oh he wrote my record because what they don't understand is writing is at this at its highest level is about collaboration. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Lotto gonna write her shit. Of course she is. But Teron can give her the skeleton and then she can make it hers. He wrote it. She wrote it. Mm-hmm. That's how it goes. So when I saw seeing people when Mike was like, I'm in the cut. I'm like, that's what he said. Damn that. And nigga didn't even ask for permission. DJ didn't ask for permission. They just put it out. Like, it was coming out. Oh, okay. Oh, it was Mike Will record. Oh, by the time we heard it, it was the last minute. But we made that in our studio. Mike Will wasn't in the room when Teron wrote that record. Mike Will wasn't in the room when Teron wrote uh, can't We Can't Stop. Stop. He wasn't in the room when Teron wrote Poured Up. So, but then everybody was screaming, Mike Will, Mike Will, Mike Will. And, and he, was the, he was just sending him beats and he was writing songs and we was getting a place. So, it was always that, like, Stop minding your fucking business. Right. Because that's why they running with it. Like, listen, that's why they running mm, with it. Because they, they know you don't care. Mm. So ain't nobody doing that to Sean Garrett. Facts. Ain't nobody doing that to the dream. And I tell, because them niggas will be like, fuck you. I did this. They did. And Tehran is like, bro, I, I, but I know why. This is why I come up with a lot of my theories. I know why he does that. And I'm not saying no one else is this. The niggas genuinely happy. Yes. When people are happy with their life, they don't trip on small shit. That's why I always say I can tell somebody ain't happy because you mad about why is the chicken not tasting like this? Why is this? Why? Mm-hmm. It's like you are mad about life. He ain't mad. And I wasn't mad either. I just knew that if he, if people knew what he did, he, we would get more money to take care of our family. And you can't name a nigga. I, I, I dare anybody up here. Anybody to name a nigga that has a more diverse catalog than Teron. What do you, what do you think you're, like in in your whole discography, if you could round it off to your songs? five favorite records that you've written, "Locked Away" will be number one because it's mine and it's me and my brother, and we started this together and we did something that they told us we was wasn't gonna be able to do, so it'd be locked away. Billy Goat. Um, favorite, I don't know if my music for love because it was like the first first one in the conversation just like what it meant and 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 how it helped my confidence and how it helped me to move forward uh that'd be my top five that would be my top five of of all the songs that i did um i'm trying to think i'm trying to think like um level up by sierra because of how it happened and and because you know they dropped Sierra. They gave all her masters. They told her she didn't have no hits. And me and her needed that song more than anybody knew we needed that song. You know what I'm saying? So level up. Triple platinum. No, no, no radio. Yeah, no mm. radio. Independent. Uh, independent. Uh, Pour It Up by Rihanna because it was the 29th song that I had written. Me and my brother had written for Unup. Um, What's the name of the album? Unapologetic. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wait, was, you wrote twenty nine songs for that album, and and none of them and none of them made it. Only poured up made it. It was the very last, last song minute. that we wrote, and um, just because we went so hard, and I wanted to be on that album bad, I was like, no, I gotta get it. And um, I'm I'm trying to think. Oh, 
Aya's replay, baby. I remember. Aya's replay. Because Aya's replay is the reason we left Interscope. Aya's replay is the reason, you know, it Aya's replay got got us out of debt because we had that fucked up. Us. That song that, saved that, us. That, that song saved our lives. Like that song, listen, our whole family. <laughs> Was two <laughs> two left turns away from sleeping <laughs> on the fucking street mm. if it wasn't for shardies like a melody in my head. And so, that song wasn't supposed to come out. And that song wasn't supposed to come out. And we did, and it was a whole a fight. It was a that fight. Song out. I had to fight them to, he, get, to he put did. that song out. His birthday, you know. But but I want to. Ray was saying something. He is right that I'm really happy, and and it's something that my wife has said. My wife was like, as as a songwriter. Are you mad that you don't get credit because you want to be famous? You want to, and I was like, no. Nah. And 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 then I was like, you know what? You're the star. You want to be a star? Go ahead, run with it. Tell people whatever you want to tell. The people that know what I did know what I did, and and I find it I find it to be the people that don't want to give me credit. Honestly, I think it's more something wrong with you than there is with me. If it bothers you to be like, because guess what? I can't wait to tell the world what you did for me and what you did for me and what you did for me. I can't wait to run. Bro, every platform I've been on, I let everybody know I love Dr. Luke. He was my mentor. He taught me how to be a better songwriter. I love Ray. He's my manager. He's one of the best coaches in the world. My dad taught me everything. My wife is incredible. My, like, bro, mm -hmm. because, that, because all of these people make me the person that I am and get and guess what all of these people get me to this place so you know I mean it's cool to get on stage and thank your mom and thank your cousins and thank your girlfriend at the time or your boyfriend at the time but I'm the type of thing I'd be like hey bro thank my engineer hmm. because hmm. sometimes them vocals <laughs> That, hey, bro, if, have work. you ever seen somebody melodying somebody's voice and how long that takes? And it nobody is. says that. Nobody says like, oh, bro, I'm not going to lie. I'm not saying that people can't sing. But come on, bro. You know what the engineer did for you. You know what them vocals sounded before. Bro, it takes literally a real producer. And I'm saying, let me say real producers. Mike Will, Dr. Luke, like real a Metro Booming. You know what I'm saying? Max Martin. It takes a week, two weeks to actually finish a song to get the vocals right. Be bro, before it even gets mixed, a mix engineer isn't the same thing. Come on, bro. Let Bro, I'm the nigga want to thank the runners and the fucking assistants. Me too. I'm like, hold on, bro. While I was in the studio starving, thank you for my assistant who went and got me a fucking sandwich mm -hmm. because I can't think when I can't eat. And I just feel like it's so weird to me that motherfuckers want to be on stage and want to win things and want to get things and, and want to be like, hey, guys, I did it. I did it. You look, Hey, look at me. I'm incredible, baby. <laughs> Unstoppable, baby. You can't stop me. And I'm like, but we all been coached. It take listen, it takes a it 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 takes a village to raise a child. And it takes a whole fucking country to break an artist. Right. The yeah. amount of, bruh, I, you know, yeah, thank you to the fans, but thank you to every single person involved. Yo, thank you to Kaylee, Kaylee Wellen, my publish, publisher, that also, you know, 
helps us sell songs and also puts me in rooms and also <coughs> says good things about me when I'm not around. So other people are like, hey, man, we want to work with Tehran. That, that, that's not normal. That's not. To me, that's not that's crazy and to, to me. And to me, I don't. And to me, let me tell you something very important about Dr. Luke. Because I want y'all to hear this. Where we were, we had hits. We had a right to dictate things, right? When Luke wanted to work with Tehran, it wasn't the work on Katy Perry. It wasn't the work. It was the work on Becky G. And everybody was like, she, she's had her for years. Tehran getting the wrong Becky G, she got her first hit. Shower, triple platinum. Dog. So and Luke brought Tehran in later. And I'm only saying that to the writers because sometimes writers be so, wanting, producers too, they be wanting to get on the shit they want to get on. And to me, it's like, maybe them people don't know you can do that. When we went to work with Usher, we didn't write songs for Usher. We knew we went to work with him. We wrote songs for one chance. Mm. Like, because we like, well, we know Usher going to hear it. And guess what? And he's an artist. So guess what he does when he hears a hit song that one chance has? Taking that. Give me that shit. I'm going to take that. And to me, it's like with Tehran, the thing that I love the most is that we could have been like, man, we ain't working with Luke. Like, I always think Tehran to me, the one thing I wish he did that he does now that I love that he does is he didn't demand you to respect him. He kind of was like, you know, it's that it's like that hood shit that motivated us also hurt us. Didn't it didn't hurt us bad, but it hurt us a little because Mm. Because we were so happy to be there, we didn't demand shit that what we would have got. Like, I watched Rodney Jerkins get his label deal off our backs. And mind you, Rodney's my, that was a great lesson learned. But I watched Rodney fly right over our goddamn head on a private jet to L.A. And Jimmy Iovine bought him a house and everything. Because he was like, if you want this song, this is what you're going to have to do. I'll never forget, we was working with Future. I mean, not Future. We was working with, um, with um, Gwen Stefani and No Doubt. Mm. And they flew us out, and we was happy as fuck to be there. Mike Will was eight hours late. You want to know why he was eight hours late? You remember why? No. Because he was like, I'm not flying coach. Y'all want me to come out there? I'm flying first class. So he, well, no coach flights available, so he got first class. Teron didn't do that, and I wish he did. Because it was like, you deserve it, but he didn't. He does, I mean, obviously he has it now, but at that moment he had hits, he could have easily been like that. But he wasn't. And to me, I always feel like, like, I'm glad that he's being acknowledged now because he's, he's nominated for the only black songwriter being nominated for a Grammy for Songwriter of the Ooh, Year. That's yeah. a big deal. Here's a, can I tell you that crazy part? Can I tell you the crazy part? That's not the award that we expected to get. I just knew we was going to win a, the award rap. for best rap song Me too. all my life. I said yeah, that, I that, that, that's, yeah. that's what I was going to say, too, like, because that was arguably... That, that is the, that, the, the number one. No the two biggest rap songs of the year. Fuck you mean. Fuck you mean and, in all my life. In all my life. And I don't understand how it's not even. I think I know why. I, I think it's because it. it's attached to Luke. And at the moment, Luke is dealing with bullshit. And I just don't think Grammy writers want to help him. Mm. And I don't give a fuck, by the way, because I'm going to stand with Luke. That's my boy. But I, there's no way in the world all my life Politics. should not be up for rap song of the year. I really love that song, and I and I'm super proud of that song, and happy that we, we all got to make it. And re- regardless if it wins, regardless if it's nominated or not, it is one of the big biggest hip hop songs that happened, and 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 it opened a lot of doors for me mm-hmm. because it's so funny. We started at Urban, got into pop, Urban stopped calling us, niggas was like, nah, y'all do that, and then we and then all my life came out, and all the rap niggas was like, I'm gonna follow that nigga. Yo, can't I won't fuck with that nigga? It was like, bro, I want to fuck with everybody. Like, bro, I love music. I want to work with everybody. I want to, and this is the weird part. 
bro, I just want to help. Hmm. Yo, bro, I'm not in here to cramp your style. Bro, look, I don't have that many photos. The photos and videos I have with artists are the artists that embraced me on their own. They are the ones that was like, yo, T, like, I was like, oh, okay, that's our relationship. When I'm in the studio, I'm like, nigga, I don't want to take no picture with you. And like, guess what? I don't want to go to the club with you, stand in your section. I don't want to hang with none of your bitches. I just want to write my songs and go home to my wife and my kids. Mm -hmm. That's it, bro. Like, I don't understand. So it shouldn't be a fight and it shouldn't be an argument. And, 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 and Ray is right. You know, we should have fought for certain things. But you know what? It was more important to me to be viewed as a good person mm. than it was for me to be viewed as the dopest nigga in the game. Mm. And guess what? Now I believe they see me as the dopest nigga in the game Anna. alongside being a good fucking person. Fire. And that's what I wanted. Yeah. I was like, guess what? It took me longer than everybody else. I watched niggas pass me. I used to complain. I used to be like, bro, what am I not doing that they're doing? And Ray would be like, Ron, you got to da 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 And I was like, you know what? I'm going to run my race. We're going to run our race. And I know we're going to get here. Because I know we're good. We're not going to give up. We work hard. And yo, bro. It's when it's your time, it's your time. Mm. You know, I, ain't gonna lie, I think his catalog was better last year. I song. think last year's songwriter was you year. nominated for songwriter of the year last year as well. No, no, we went for it though. Okay. I went for it, but but I was excited. Guess what? Last year, it's so funny because you know, with, with Lizzo and Lotto with big energy and in, in, in about damn time and with the whole album, it ended up being like seven nominations, and I was super excited and super grateful, you know what I'm saying? Um, but uh. We got nominated and went to the Grammys, but them seats, Grammys, I want to say this to y'all. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, you know, hey, I'm, I'm coming with my wife. You know, I'm going to put in a nice, pretty expensive dress. You know what I'm saying? Make a nigga look good, Grammys. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and so last year was awesome. And, and even, bro, honestly, bro, last year when they announced it, Lizzo won record of the year, you know, and um, uh, Ricky Reed and Blake, ran on stage and and you know we were supposed to all run on stage together and my wife was like what's wrong and i just sat there and i froze and i just was crying and i just was like i'm so Aww, happy I i'm so that. fucking happy and she was like what i'm so happy because th this is the thing i want to win a grammy and i want to win a trophy and god willing get on stage and thank and be like this for the virgin islands because we're a small place but I want to win a Grammy because my daddy told me when I was nine years old I was going to win one, and I don't want nobody to be able to say my daddy was alive. Mm. I love that man, bro. I love that man with all my heart. And I just I just know I watched the Virgin Islands tell that man he was crazy and he doing too much, and nigga, you acting like your sons is Michael Jackson or something, and you <laughs> acting like your sons is going to be, you know, ain't nobody from the Virgin Islands ever done what you trying to do, and it's not going to be possible. And, and guess what? Yeah, we are the first and, and the first people to do it. And, you know, and it's because of him. It's not. And just like how I can thank my dad and know it was because of him. I know it's because of me, too. You know, so I think thanking people and giving people acknowledgement. And I hope that the business and and people and artists and creatives, we start to take on more of a thing where it's OK, like Dr. Luke mentored me and taught me how to be a better songwriter if it wasn't for him this section of my life we wouldn't be popping like this thank you you know what i'm saying 
things like that is okay to say, bro. I don't think that I, I don't think I just said that and people just was like, that nigga ain't that good no more. It's power, it's power and shining the light. Mm-hmm. People be thinking it's power and getting the light shine on you. No, the person shining light has the power because they can shine a light on themselves and anybody they want to. But that's the thing. I always tell people, I always say I want to be sunshine because sunshine, sunshine just comes in. Everybody shines when sunshine comes in the room. See, a lot of niggas want to be flashlights, so they want to pick and choose who mm, who gets good. the thing. The See, medicine. and I, I I'm not that. I don't want to pick and choose who shine. I want every. I want hey, bro. All of us have a talent. All of us are gifted and all of us could do something that's different. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, this podcast is awesome and it's growing and, and y'all are killing it. But come on, bro. It's a bunch of people behind it. It's not, you know, it's not just, who, who, who's running the cameras? Who set up the mics? Who's yeah. editing the shit? Mm-hmm. Who's helping y'all with the marketing? Mm-hmm. Who, like, it can't just be one person. Everybody is important. And I just, so for me, with the Grammys and with everything going on, even the other nominees, bro, I'm so grateful because, yo, bro, it's it's me, it's Edgar, it's Justin Tranter, and the other two writers, I don't want to pretend like I remember their names. Jesse that, Joe Dillon. Jesse Joe Dillon. And, and by the way, we we all got on the phone. We all, Guess what? We all spoke about working together. And Shane wow. And Shane, okay, so shout out to y'all, and I'm so grateful that I'm nominated amongst a variety and diverse group. And I'm just happy that my name is in the conversation because remember when we came in the game, we weren't in the conversation. Me, my brother and Ray were the three niggas that everybody played clown talk about. We were two Island niggas trying to do American music. They was like, Ray, you tripping. And Ray was still Ray, but with no success. So you think on this Ray with Ray talking the way he talks now mm-hmm. with no success and me and my brother coming in the room like hey and by the way we couldn't even turn our accents off that well in the mm. beginning so it's like yeah so hey wow this is what we train do you know what I mean we're gonna do this and my boy we're gonna we're gonna mash up the rap game yo you can't call us a fuck we's a hip-hop group my boy mm. you sick that's who we was you know what I'm saying? Like, and nobody was fucking with us. So this moment right here, yo, bro, win, lose, or draw, and I'm not going to pretend because I think sometimes people, they, I'm not going to be humble about this. I want a motherfucking win. Hell Me too. Yeah. And I want to take that tr- trophy home. And guess what? I'm flying my wife and my kids to LA and I'm renting a house. You want to know why? No disrespect. I don't want to go to the parties after I win. I want to go home to my son and be like, Look what daddy did Aww. because because I've been leaving them at for for my son is 11. My oldest is tw- I've been leaving my kids and my wife for 20 motherfucking years to come out here and live my dream. And they've allowed me and they've they've championed me. So if I win, I'm sorry to everybody. You might not see me that night because I want to go home to them. I'm going to make him go out after he goes home. <laughs> <laughs> he probably be the only one that can. But, nigga, I want to go home we to my babies and be like, Get at least we motherfuckers got a trophy, baby. <laughs> last, year, last year was different. This year was different. Like, you know, Teron wrote Record of the Year this year with Lizzo. Um, but about damn time. So, you know, this time around, it's like, it's kind of like those guys that did it their way and it's finally getting acknowledged for doing it their way because their way wasn't cool at one point. Mm-hmm. Like, I always say we, 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 we did this because that's what it was. It was us against the world. So for me, it's like, 
You got to, Brian, oh, I don't know Brian Miller. Brian Miller right there. Brian Miller will tell you, I would be in the rooms with Neo and Tango. Am I lying, Brian? Arguing that Tehran is better than Neo. <laughs> Tehran ain't have a hit. Am I lying, B? That's how we became cool. I'm like, this nigga better than Neo. Like, not terrible because Neo was fire, but I just thought he was better. Mm-hmm. And so for me, it's like. Yo, and I want to say something. He used to be saying that, and I used to be in the back of the room like, <laughs> <laughs> no, but 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 it took time. It took time for me to feel like, mm. you know, like again, bro. I, you know, I I am humble, and I don't know no other way to be. But it took me time to get in a place where, bro, I'm confident in what I could do. I don't. I'm not guessing anymore. I am not in the room trying to figure out what an artist needs to do or trying to do. I know what the fuck I'm doing, mm. and. If you don't believe me, go look at what, and most, guess what? Chloe have mercy. Tap in by sweetie, best friend by sweetie. About damn time Lizzo, juice Lizzo. Seven June Cook. Uh, all my life, uh, Dirk and J. Cole. And, I'm, and again, I'm in the room with my, and I'm working with my friends and people that I love and people that I know and that I built with. And we're all collaborating together and making the best music possible. And the reason why I know the shit is fire, because we're working in a group as a team. Like, we making the basket together. We're, we're like, we're passing the rock around. And we're making points and we're winning the game. I'm not in the room like, ha-ha, I, T-Ron Thomas, am the greatest <laughs> of all. No, bro. All of these people helped me to be a great individual. And I know what I... I know what I have to offer and I know why I'm here. And, you know, I'm not afraid to say it because I'm not being an asshole. I'm going to be around for the next 10 fucking. I'm going to be around till I retire. Niggas ain't going to kick me out. Mm. Mm. I know that's right. I think I'm that good. Yeah. And you honored the process. So you, 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 it's, I got to be honest. Most people are just hot for the moment. Mm-hmm. They don't know. what The one thing I got to give us is that we weren't just good. We had to find out why. Mm. Some niggas is just good. Like, no, nah, I need to know why we good. Like, what's our superpower? What do we do that no one else does? What can we offer that no one else does? And I know at first it was speed and consistency. You need a song written, Tehran can give it to you. And Timothy, immediately. Um, but what Luke did was he showed Tehran how to be a sniper and say, and then Tehran just added what he learned from Luke to his speed. And I, nothing he's doing right now I'm surprised about. I'm being honest with you. Mm-hmm. I'm su- if I'm being honest with y'all, I'm surprised that it took y'all this long to figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> y'all wasn't paying attention. Now, I'm not even being funny because I'm mm-hmm. like, because I'm like, let's look at it like this. He got credits in the country world, the Latin world. I ain't talking about one or two. I'm talking about like real credits. Whether you write records for Nicky Jam, write records for Beyonce. Like who can you say has Beyonce? Give me. Um, I'm gonna just go names. Beyonce, Flo Rida, Pussycat Dolls. Jennifer Hudson, turn around and go to Lil Dirk. Turn around and Plies. go to Jung Cook. Turn around and go to Plies. Turn around and go to Lotto. By the way, he did not write Lotto's verse on the Jung Cook record. He wrote the song. Yes, with you John Bellion. With, with, with John Bellion. With, John Bellion with, with Lotto, with Lizzo, with Rihanna. Like, bro. Usher. What, Keep nigga, Usher, don't forget, fucking Caribbean artists. Like, bro, it's nobody. I always say I've managed the most talented people in the music business. I, there was no doubt. Fergie, like it's 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 just everywhere. Like most people can't do that and do it consistently every year. Come on, man. 
Let me ask you a question. So we we know uh, we have a better idea of where you've been. Like, who do you want to work with? Who's next? Like, who um, who are you looking at out there that you really really want to? Well, I be right right now in my life. I want to I want to break my own artists. And again, I I don't want to. I don't need to break seventy six of them, and I don't need to break five. I don't even need to break two or three. I want to break my own artists. I want me and Ray and our team to have our own talent. Um. I've always wanted to work with Jay-Z and in a perfect world, if Jay-Z ever decides to make <laughs> another album, two more, one more, that's the one thing that I want to do for love. Like I don't need a hit. I can have track 17 on Jay-Z. I just want my name. I just want T-Ron <laughs> Thomas and Sean Carter's name next to each other. That's one of my favorite artists to ever live. And um, I want to do more international music because, you know, Ray knows I always have these predictions. I, I, I think I see where the music business is going. And I think because of Spotify and everything, it opened up music to the world where America is not the only powerhouse musically like that it used to be. And I believe like like how J having Jungkook seven with a Korean artist, I believe working with artists from Africa and Asia and Europe and all over this planet, the Caribbean now, I think now we have the possibility of working with all those artists and giving them number one billboard i'm not you know that that's my goal to like take people from all over the world and make hit records because i've always had a global mind and i want i want everything to hit everywhere and he always made ghetto shit hot yes that's a hard part it's mm. hard to do that it's hard to make hits it's hard to make hits but it's hard to make ghetto hits it's and hard like don't forget lotto said you got big dick energy yeah it's bad bitch o'clock yeah, it's thick thirty. 30. Like he <laughs> takes, uh, like even even the fact I, that you have the lead singer of BTS singing about fucking you right every night. <laughs> nobody would have made. Nobody would have. Nobody would have had him do that. Like nobody knows how to do that the way mm -hmm. he does. He knows how to. I think that's been our our niche. We know how to mix the ghetto shit with the pop shit, where the ghetto people feel like that's ours and the pop shit feel like that's ours. But we knew it was pieces and elements for both sides i love make up your mind like i listen to that song every day make up your mind which one is that what corday oh bro me. bro so i'm on the phone with luke tell tell us how you came with, so, so tell us how you came up with the, the corday record oh man we we was in this we was in the studio so it's me luke rocco lunch money corday and um luke got this beat and we're just fiddling around with ideas and melodies and, you know, I just, I just blurted it out, you know, cause I like this. What's, what's the, what's the melody? Uh, no, 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 mine, figure it out, yeah. hey, 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 figure it out. Mm. I just thought that shit sounded cool. Mm. And the good part about me when I make, you know, and then, and then lunch, and this is what I like about Luke. To all the producers and everybody that I work with, why Luke is my favorite producer to work with, and I'm going to say this, he challenges me every time. What I don't like is when I work with people and they're more, they're impressed. more, in, they're impressed. Like, mm. nigga, I'm working with, bro, tell me this shit ain't fire. Tell me what we can do to make it better. Mm -hmm. I, I'm better when you give me notes and when you say, nah, we can push it because, bro, I don't, bro, I don't give a fuck if I wrote seven with dr luke he would have been like it's good 
I like it. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's it. You know what I mean? Because that's the type of shit that make you feel like we can we can go and push more. When I'm in the room with people, it's just like, man, you the goat. <laughs> I'm like, nigga, how we gonna win, bro? Like, you know what I'm saying? Somebody gotta tell LeBron, like, bro, that was a bad play, bro. You gotta, you right. know what I'm saying? So, so it, so it make up your mind. Working with Luke, he always, he always, I want to use this word. Uh, he always like guides it and and formulates it home. Like I might have, you know, he always brings my crazy ADD scatterbrain. And same for Ray. Mm-hmm. Like I might be like. Ray, I want to do this and do that. And he's like, ha sounds great. Now let's, mm-hmm. let's remove all that. How about that? Yeah, let's do it that way. <laughs> so, so I think that's how Make Up Your Mind end up happening. And by the way, if, if y'all, if you never heard that song, please go listen to it. I think it's a hit. Literally me and Luke was talking about that song today. Make Up Your Mind by Corday is a smash. And I believe that song should be at least top 10 on Billboard. So, Go stream it and go play it and go make TikTok videos and bring it to life because that is a fucking great song. Yeah, we got to get a Make Up Your Mind challenge. Or something, <laughs> something like that, bro. I love it. Yo. That's that, dope. That's actually really dope. Make Up yeah, Your Mind challenge. Yeah. yeah, that's a great song. So we here. Um, if we talking to the people, I have to do this. This is selfish. This is Teron. Did not ask me to do this, but I'm just, I got to do this. If we were talking to the people that are voting the Grammy board, what would you tell them why you deserve to be songwriter of the year? I mean, why would I deserve to be songwriter of the year? I think all the cliche things, but it's the truth. Nah, say the cliche things. I want to hear it. I think, I, man, I work really hard. I really, really want it. I really appreciate uh, the board considering me and talking about me and 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 putting me in the conversation. And you know, I'm I'm <laughs> not I'm not a person who you know, wants to get on stage or win a trophy and be cool about it. I want to scream and yell and cry and be like, I really want this. You know, some people, I feel like now these days the world is too cool, you know? And you, you know, they get the award and they're like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Think, <laughs> you know, I just want to, nah, bro, like 32 square miles, bro. St. Thomas Virgin Islands, bro. Uh, a kid that never knew none of this was possible. I never had nobody to look up to musically besides a People in the States, people not from where I come from. There was no example for me. I mean, I've learned everything the hard way. I've made every mistake as an artist, as a writer, as a producer. I've done everything wrong, everything, to get to this point. And again, you know, I ain't going to lie, bro. I want to be, I want to I wanna win really bad. Last year, I wanted to be the first person nominated because the category was invented last year and I wasn't. But, you know, it might be good to be the first black person to win it this year. You know right. what I mean? <laughs> I'm not, you know, and, 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 I'm, and I'm saying that, like, me, to, you know, I, I think everybody in the category deserves to be in the category. And I think everybody in the category deserves to win. That's, I would be lying because they're fucking talented. And obviously we're all working hard if our names can be mentioned together. But, man, I want this shit bad, bro. Mm-hmm. I want this bad, man. I want to take it home, and I, and I, and I want that trophy, and I, it's definitely something that I'm going to cherish, and, so, you know, like, you know, I, no disrespect to your man Kanye, but I don't have no plans on peeing on my Grammy. I'm going to put it in a nice, pretty glass case, mm. and, I, <laughs> and I'm going to be very excited when I have it, because it's, some, it's something, I can't speak for everybody else, but it's something that I want. This is one of my life goals. 
And I'm going to say the reason why he deserves it is because he's not a part of the establishment. Mm. And I feel like everybody, every time the industry lets someone who's not a part of the establishment in or when it shows people that you don't have to play the games uh, that the establishment has set forth to win. I don't know how we got nominated. I don't know how we're going to win. But I do believe in God and I do believe that I, we're not a part of the establishment. And I believe who better to give it to? Better. I really believe that. Like, and who won last year? Um, wait, I forgot. It, what, what, I know. A, wait, Amy, Nija, the Dream. Was it Nija? I thought it was. Hold on. No, did Nija win? I knew it. Yeah, I knew it too. I got such a terrible memory. I gotta work. It was terrible. No, I'm, I'm looking it up right now. Okay. I'm looking it up. Tobias Jesso Junior. I'm sorry. Tobias. Wait. Is it? Yeah, Tobias Jesse Jesso Jr. Yeah, to Tobias. First. Okay, okay. Shout out. Okay, go 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 go. You know what that is? Tobias. Um, I know the I'm name. Talking to, um, yeah, I'm I'm reading it. Um, I don't know any songs myself. Boyfriends, can I get it? KLS, come on, baby, cry dotted lines, let you go, no good reason. Thank you, song to be loved. Well, I'm gonna say this, Teron. I want Teron to be the first black person to win. That's why I want to see who did it. <laughs> that want to make history. Let's make history. Like yeah. we need. To, I want to be right there. I'm telling y'all now. When he goes, I'm gonna stand right behind him with a big smile on my motherfucking face. Oh, let me tell you, this is gonna be the greatest night of all time. Yeah. The greatest night of all time. And and win, lose, or draw, we gonna celebrate. But I'm telling y'all, we get that trophy. And 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 I want to say something. You don't know if the, if it's gonna be televised. We don't know if it's gonna be. We gonna tell about that we shit. Care. We don't. No, no. We don't know if you, you know. The people the, gonna see the categories gonna, gonna be on stage. We don't yeah. know if a songwriter they do it in the other room. They if we're gonna get room. to walk on stage. Oh. No, you still get to walk on stage. Now you do. No, no, no. But I'm saying like no, no, on, on TV. TV. No, but you get to walk on stage. But if T. Ron Thomas, on TV. if Jackie Ole's son, <laughs> get to walk on that motherfucking TV. Listen, let me tell her something. It's going to be some things that are going to come up in my mouth that you might not understand. It's going to be some shit for y'all, America. USA. It's going to be some, it's going to be some stuff for y'all. But then it's going to be some folk for a whole bunch of other people that didn't know what going on. Yes. And I can't wait for that moment, baby. <laughs> Let's get it, man. So Let's get it. Shout out to Tehran. Um, By the way, this is a special. So we did this because... I feel like he deserves it. And, oh man, thank you. And I don't really, and I hate when people say they deserve shit. If anybody knows, I hate that. Because I can say he deserves it because I know how hard he works and I know the attitude he works with and I know that nobody works harder with a better attitude than this brother right here. So I want him to win for a lot of reasons, but I want him to win because I don't think nobody deserves it more. Mm -hmm. Like 17 years in, imagine when your first Grammy 17 years in. We had our first hit in 2007. With our first record on the radio with Sean Kingston, take you there. Mm. Oh shit, I yep. forgot. Oh, yeah. and, and then the second one when I grew Je up. No, Jennifer Hudson. If this, uh, is, if in this love. is in love with the other I one, if Tehran freestyled the Jennifer Hudson if his love song, the whole entire song from beginning to end you, is a freestyle. Can I tell you the story? Yes, we were in the studio with Brandy. With no, no, with Brian. With no, Brandy. Brian no, Kennedy Brandy was there, but Brandy was still there. Okay, okay. We was in the studio with Brandy. Tehran had to go. I would have, we had to go to the airport, and I was like, bro. We got to go. And he was like, Ray, let me freestyle this song real quick. He freestyles If It Is In Love. I, we never hear it again. I think we get it sent the demo later. And then all of a, like a year and a half later, Larry Jackson calls. Like, yo, or maybe a year. Like, yo, I got this record I did for Jennifer. I want to put it out. And it's in love. So I'm like, and it's him screaming, hey, 
bro. And, and just so you know, all the so people be like, I used to scream on records because our songs used to get leaked. So back then, people used to hack and they used to leak our songs, oh. right? And you know, like I used to scream on the songs to watermark it because mm. our tag was mm-hmm. "Write a Bone Known." Mm-hmm. That was our tag. Well. Worldwide, made it. I used to do all of that through the whole song. <laughs> You're not because feeling I was this. like, nigga, if you leak it, <laughs> that's annoying. You. Who the yeah. fuck wants to listen to a song with this guy yelling? Mm. Well, Jennifer gets the song, hears it, and requests for the yelling. She was like, "Yo, bro, there was <laughs> Yo, like we, a we, Harvey Mason." By the way, the president of the Grammys. It's Harvey Mason. And he vocal produced. recorded the song. Yes. And she's like, yo, I remember she, we got to the studio and she's like sleep damn near. She's sleepy. And she's like, yo. And this was right after her family got murdered. This yeah. was like oh, right after that. There was a that. lot going there on. There was a lot going yeah. on. And she says, yo, there was a dude on the song like doing some yelling and stuff <laughs> like, yo, are y'all going to put that back in the song? And I'm like. It was me. Yeah. You like that? Yeah, Harvey was, she was like, like nah, I do love that. that. And so I went back in the booth and had to <laughs> re-scream again. And that's how the whole birth of me screaming on songs came because, yo, shout out to Jennifer Hudson because she didn't know that. But she was like, I love it. I want to keep it on a song. And I was like, wow. and then everybody was like, yo, can you scream on my song? Like, this is crazy. Yeah. So, no mistakes. Yeah. It yeah. was, you know. I'm just gonna tell y'all my five favorite song. Toronto Bam, song. Fa- I knew, five I favorite. We had that list. Most, ready. No, no, no. I'm just. It's not that. I just. I want to give him his credit. Fuck Let's, flowers. My favorite records that you, we've ever done. I gotta factor in the story behind it too, though. Okay. Music for love. Yep. Locked away for sure. For sure. This um, is in order. No, it's okay. not an order. No particular order. <laughs> I, I will have to get into that. Okay. Um, Usher, I don't mind. Mm. Because. <laughs> Of the drama, I could write a movie on what went happened for that song. Yes, there could be a whole. There movie could be a movie just for, for Usher. I don't mind. And Sweetie, best friend. Sweetie, Delta Cat, but that shit was like a master class in I management at A and R to get that record. <laughs> no, 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 y'all don't understand. You had to go. No, no. She was she was at the video shoot, and Luke was like, "Hey, hope they don't plan on shooting a video with that version of the song." Half a million dollar video shoot. Yes, it was that crazy. So I would say what best friend. It was it was it was those two songs were the hardest to ever get to the if to the did, finish line. Um, I don't mind. I don't mind. And, best friend. And be, those are two hardest songs that I earned every dollar. You can't tell me <laughs> that. Like I'm talking about three, four, five hour conversations with like ten times with ten different people to convince them to let the record happen. Oh, it's crazy. And then I'm gonna say my last one. It's my personal favorite that Tehran has ever done. Is Doja Cat, like that. This that shit. Do my way, do it like that. And that's my favorite. Like, to, I just, that's just personally like one of. I just love the song. That no, no, I, I love that song too. And 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 it's so funny. I did a song called Rules on her first album. Like, play with my pussy and don't play with my emotion. And I wrote it for, um, for Yo Gotti. And I wanted Cash Doll. I love Cash Doll. Me I, too. you know, I. I always like Cash Doll. I've always wanted to work with her. Never got to work with her, but I wrote that hook for Cash Doll because I just was like, nigga, if Cash Doll sing this, bro, this shit would be hard. And then Yo Gotti, you could do it. And, and, and Gotti, bro, Gotti's such a cool dude. He was like, you know, he heard he played with it for a while. He was like, mm, I don't think this one fit me. Cool. Luke plays it for Doja. Doja hears it. Doja meets me in. You know, Doja is a genius, by the way. She doesn't need my help at all. So it's like she wants now like, look, let's get in the studio and work together. And we do like this together. And you know what I'm saying? And I'm like, 
yo, you know, I'm. It's two artists that I work with that write that I tell them to their face. Yo, man, I'm just happy y'all invite me. Mm. And, and no lie, and it's Doja and Lizzo. Where mm. I'm like, yo, I know. I don't think you. You know, I don't think you need me to make mm. hits, but hear this out. <laughs> Nigga happy he here making them with right. you. You know what I'm saying? So, 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 yeah. The, the, I, 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 I always, any, anytime I, I would always tell them, Nigga, they, they something else. All my life was written for Nicki Minaj. Yeah. Little Dirt record. It was written for Nicki Minaj. It was, it's, it was on hold for her, by the way. It was on hold for her. But, you know, shout out to Luke, man. Nah, you know. Thank you for putting that out. We needed that in that space and hip-hop in the time we were in. It showed that positivity that can is, be successful. Bro, I, first of all, I want to let everybody know. I, you your day i'm i'm not gonna write seven every day people like but i might be in the room with somebody else on their seven day mm. and i'm gonna and i'm gonna fucking make sure hey i'm present i'm there i'm showing up and i'm doing my best and i and i feel like we just gotta show up and and, and do our best but yeah for all all my life to me is my favorite song that i did this year and 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 i'm gonna say that because it's like the effect that it had the, the effect that I saw it have on the community, on kids, and it was positive. Mm -hmm. And it was positive coming from Dirk, Dirk. <laughs> who was known to be in just in the trenches. You know what I'm saying? And 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 I just I just I just fucking love that song. And then I got the opportunity to do another song with Dirk, me, David Guetta, Johnny Goldstein, Ira Starr, and Lil Dirk. It's a song. It's out right now. It's called Big F U. You know what I'm saying? And I fucking love this song. And Dirk verse is crazy. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That's another song alongside of the uh, the Corday song. Mm -hmm. I feel those should be two top ten. So, I mean, if you're watching this, man, make sure you playing them and listening to them. Because I think those two songs are great. Okay, well, guys, this is Teron Thomas uh, for your consideration. <laughs> <laughs> Billy Goat, if you don't know. Uh, yes. shout, out, shout out to our sponsors. Shout out to Two Laws Distribution. Shout out to Yoko Baka. Shout out to Toten Carry. And shout out to all the people that watch and support this show and give us love. Because we wouldn't be nothing without you guys. And now I, I feel like you guys have a great understanding of how I move because this is my number one, I guess, student. Because we, we developed each other in a lot of ways. But I just wanted people to see who he was because if I didn't ask him to do this, he wouldn't do this. Mm -hmm. So let's give it up for Teron, everybody. <laughs> 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 like, 
like, subscribe, share, all that good stuff. It costs nothing, especially if you love the content we're bringing you for us to continue doing it. And this is The God Show. We are out. God Squad. By the way, last thing. We have a community called The Dreamers Community where we are giving, creating an ecosystem for artists, producers, executives, songwriters who want to win in the game and kind of everything that we've done, I'm bringing to the community to help you guys win. So if you want to be a part of the community, click the link in my bio on IG. It's right there. Let's get it. We are out. Yeah. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.